Welcome to the Balanced Collective, where we love to go deep, talk big, and get real. I'm your host, Danielle Boyd, and every episode is going to bring a new concept or guest to talk all about things wellness, balance, and alignment. Our purpose here is to bridge the concepts of science and spirit to bring wellness and ease into the lives of our listeners while not taking life too seriously. We like to get down and deep into our shadow while keeping things raw, fun, and real. Thank you so much for listening. Let's get to it. Hello, team. Uh, Welcome back to the Balance Collective podcast. I never thought that uh, the next episode I would record after my last one with Nick would be during a global pandemic, and yet uh, here we are. Wow. What a time to reflect and go inward. Uh, Something through all this that's been a huge theme for me is really just how truly lucky we are to be able to isolate in a comfortable home with a fridge full of food, warm water to wash ourselves with. Uh, The fact that I can support my community and frontline workers by sheltering in place at home is really, truly a gift. And I really hope that everyone sincerely is doing the same and is doing very well during this time. Uh, Since my last episode, I was quite sick with a bout of laryngitis and as such wasn't able to record any new intros. And as a result, I've been sitting on a couple really great episodes for a while that I'm going to be releasing all this week and I'm really excited to be sharing with you. Uh, The first of which, today's episode, is with someone who only came into my life a couple months ago, which also seems like lifetimes ago. Uh, I met uh, Danielle through a mutual friend back in December. Shout out to Alana. Thanks for connecting us because uh, we've completely hit it off. Danielle is the founder of Renew Retreats, which is a Vancouver-based company that empowers women to expand themselves through the context of getting outside and exploring in nature. She hosts local events as well as single-day and multi-day retreats locally, as well as in some pretty exciting destinations. Danielle's next event is this Sunday, April 5th, 2020, and she is offering all of our community a special promo for it. Her monthly Rise and Renew series has moved uh, online this month, and you can use the code BALANCED5 to save $5 on your ticket for the event, which includes a workout and a conversation to start your morning off right. In this episode, Danielle talks about what drew her to starting this type of business and how this business has also facilitated her own healing journey. I'm really excited to share this one with you. And so without further ado, my dear friend, Danielle LaRue of Renew Retreats. Hi, Danielle. How are Hi, you? Hi, Danielle. <laughs> I know. I love it. Great. Our, our moms, obviously, our parents had good uh, good taste in names. That's right. <laughs> How are you? How was your holidays? How was your New Year's? How's 2020 going for you so far? I'm doing good. Yeah, it's been... I was back in Toronto for the holidays, and it was really nice to see family and just, like, slow down and, like, forget about work. I definitely had, like, grand plans to, like, plan out all of 2020 right? over the holidays and then got, like, super sick and, like, did no work for two weeks. Uh, but, you know, probably I tend to, like, sort of just go, like, go at things and, like, it's really hard for me to slow down. So I'm trying to be more proactive and, like, not get sick as a way to force myself to stop. But right. But, yeah, that's just it. It was you, a good way to change pace. Yeah. If you don't take those breaks, the universe will give them to you, right? Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> so that's exactly what that is. Well, and I mean, it sounds like just from what we were talking about, like, business has been crazy busy for you leading up to the holidays. So, yeah, maybe this was a great time to actually, like just stop and rest and catch up from all the work you've been doing. Yeah, I was actually kind of shocked that I didn't get sick the whole time. Yeah, because I launched in August, and between August and December did, like, 20 events. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Yeah, and I still have, like, basically a full-time job as well. So, um, yeah, I really can't believe that I didn't get sick. So I'm like, you know, it was great. but, uh, But I think... Yeah, I need to be a lot more intentional in 2020 about really carving out that time to, to take a break. And oh my gosh. And we'll not go so that. crazy. Yeah, exactly. Right. We'll unpack that a little bit more too, because I have, I have a few questions about how that is going to look. <laughs> yes. um, but before we dive into the work you're doing, I'd love to know who is Danielle, the person outside of the workplace? Yeah. So yeah, my name's Danielle. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I grew up in Toronto uh, and was actually as a kid really involved in the arts and music. I uh, like started playing the piano when I was six and then in middle school started playing the flute 
uh, ended up going to like an arts high school. Um, and then sort of after that, I was like, I'm done with music. And my parents were like, okay, whatever you want. <laughs> and so I uh, went to this uh, tiny university in Sackville, New Brunswick called Mount Allison. And I decided I was going to go into science. I, for some reason, decided I was going to do psychology. I, I don't know why. I lasted a semester, <laughs> almost failed physics, and my friends actually held an intervention to get me to switch to music. No <laughs> yeah. way. Oh my gosh, that's only something you see on TV. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was very nice looking back. Um, yeah, so anyway, switched back to music, did like an undergrad in music there. And um, yeah, it was so much fun. I think especially to be in such a tiny town. Uh, like I spent a lot of summers on Prince Edward Island, so Amazing. I kind of knew like what the Maritimes were like. Yeah. Um, but to spend like a winter there was uh, a little different. It's very cold. Oh my gosh! And um, it's beautiful. New Brunswick and PEI are stunning. so pretty. Yeah. And I think too, like in Sackville, there was like four thousand people, including students. <laughs> so you definitely made a lot of your own fun. Yeah. Uh, but it, yeah, so that was great. And then yeah, I, I kind of finished that, I guess, in twenty ten. Moved back to Toronto, moved back in with my parents and was sort of like, I don't know what I'm going to do now. Like, I I don't really want to go into performance for music. And I had taught privately for a long time, right? Uh, but really didn't see myself doing that for long term and didn't want to teach in the school system. So it was kind of lost. And uh, so I ended up working for two years in property management for my dad's company. Yeah. And uh, looking back, I would never have admitted that at the time, but like I hated it at the time. <laughs> but it was actually a really good experience. And like uh, both like all this administrative stuff and learning how to do accounting. Uh, and especially with property management, you get so many complaints from people. Right. Like complaining about the bathroom or the temperature. Um, so it was really good actually for customer service. Amazing. Um, but definitely, you know, moving back in with your parents after being away for four years is very unpleasant. <laughs> and I, that's when I actually really got into, like, health and wellness. I think just sort of boredom, to be honest. Wow. Um, yeah, because I'd never really been very athletic as a kid. And then, yeah, so sort of back in Toronto, started getting into yoga and then, like, strength training and running and healthy eating. As a way to get out of the house, or? <laughs> I think just as, like, a hobby. <laughs> Amazing. Um, yeah, so that was, yeah, I guess that was back, yeah, 2012. And then sort of went through this really funny two-year time period of just trying to figure out what I was actually going to do now. Uh, and I remember my parents were very supportive at the time. They took me to, like, a career counselor and, like, you know, it, like, helped me find all these books. And yeah. But eventually they were kind of like, you need to make a decision. Like, you can't just keep trying to find the perfect career. Uh, and looking back, it's really funny that Renew Retreats now kind of combines all those, like, random careers I thought about, like, nutrition and more stuff to do with, like, health and wellness. Right. Um, but I ended up applying for uh, grad school programs in communications. Yeah. Because I figured that would sort of be creative and a bit more practical than doing music. Um, and applied at SFU and got in and then just kind of decided on a whim to move to Vancouver. Um, yeah, so moved here in 2012, did my master's at SFU and like never planned to stay. Uh, <laughs> I, I was even applying for, I didn't really want to go back to Toronto, but I was like even applying for a bunch of jobs on the East Coast. Um, but then ended up landing a job here, which is the one I'm still at uh, a couple days a week. And yeah, just kind of fell in love with like the lifestyle, the West Coast, obviously hiking in the outdoors. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I feel like I'm, I'm here to stay for at least a little while. So. Yeah, the West Coast does that to us, doesn't it? It really does. Because are you, I can't remember, are you from here too? I'm or? from BC. I grew up in the interior though. So oh, I grew up cool. about five hours north if you're from, uh, I'm from 100 Mile House, a tiny little town as well. Wow. Um, 2,000 people. And, but moved here when I was 18 years old and like I just. I never looked back. Exactly. Like yeah. fell in love with the coast and didn't want to go anywhere. So um, the interior is still awesome and I love going up to the lake and the interior to visit my family. But yeah, the home, my home is very much on the west coast so I know yeah. how that feels well I think it's just the quality of life like every time we go back to Toronto it's a fun city like I mean definitely there's so much good food and tons of like arts and culture but I can't imagine living there <laughs> so right it's just and you know it's such a treat to go there and to enjoy the food and the culture and all that stuff totally. but there's just something about the energy of the west coast that yeah. like you know when you find it it's hard to it's hard to leave it's really hard to leave yeah, yeah. oh my gosh okay so amazing backstory and like, <laughs> yeah very sort of roundabout right and like how cool that you you know like looking back in hindsight are able to say you know these are actually all amazing experiences and it's like the universe gave them to you because they were like you're going to need these experiences yeah. for the ultimate journey that you're going to go little on. did I know yeah no right? it actually is really cool because I feel like up until starting this business I was constantly looking for like 
that thing I was so passionate about or that just like really felt aligned and to mm-hmm. finally just create something that sort of combines all those things has been really cool and is definitely what's been kept me going when I'm like oh my god this is awful so <laughs> I hear you okay so let's talk about the work a little bit yeah what is Renew Retreats yeah, so Renew Retreats, uh, we offer holistic hiking retreats and outdoor education for women. Uh, currently based in Vancouver, although we did some events in 2019 in Ottawa, Toronto. Um, yeah, and so pretty much launched it in August of 2019. Amazing. Yeah, with a launch party in Vancouver. And uh, yeah, in between that time, I guess did a, I guess a range of uh, workshops sort of based around outdoor education uh, stuff like Hiking 101, how to hike in the winter, hiking nutrition, Uh, did a bunch of one-day retreats, and then also just a bunch of group hikes with different partners kind of in the city. Amazing. So cool. And like one of those partners that has been incredibly helpful for you is Fjallraven. Yeah. How did you come to partner with them? Yeah. So it's like, it's such a funny story. So I, uh, I'm like just a client at Movement 108, uh, like a boutique fitness studio on South Granville. And I just started going there, I guess in March of last year. And, um, it was this really, I feel like definitely when you sort of get going on the right path, all these weird things like start to align. Um, so back, yeah, so back around that same time, I was, uh, finally going to like bite the bullet and like invest in getting website and branding done for my business. And uh, so I went with this business called Salt Design Co. And I had talked to one of the owners on the phone like this day and I showed up at the gym later that night for like my first class and she's there as like, she just happens to be a member there. Um, so funny. So anyway, so yeah, so we ended up working together, but we would always talk at the gym about my business. And one of the trainers came out to me and they're like, oh, like, what are you working with Lucian? And I, I told them about the business. And they were like, you know, we used to have this hike club at the gym, and it kind of died because one of the trainers left. Uh, do you want to lead it? I'm like, <laughs> sure, why not? This is like before Renew Retreats is like even a thing before it's launched. Um, but anyway, so they, so Movement 108 has been like an amazing partner, uh, both to do the hike club every month, and they, they're just constantly promoting, supporting the business. Amazing. Um, and so the owner of the gym, Aaron, uh, he was meeting with the, the team at Fjallraven, like right. back in October, I guess. And he was like, you should just come along, you know, I'm meeting with them about their ambassador program. You should just come and like find out what it's about. I'm like, oh, okay, sure. <laughs> so I go to the meeting and it, I guess it turns out they, they wanted him to be the ambassador. And he brought me along basically to say like, I'm not the right person to do it you should get Danielle to do it. And here's why. So he's like pitching me and I'm just sitting there being like, oh my God, what's happening? Um, And they were like, yeah, sounds great. (laughs) Amazing. Yeah. So within the span of like a week, I basically became, uh, yeah, this local guide for Fjall Raven. Amazing. Um, But I think the really cool thing that's like popping in for me right now is how amazing that these opportunities all started to align for you when you really got like clear and really bit the bullet and were like, you know what, I'm clear and I'm setting a strong intention to make this happen. It's so true. How cool that the universe was like, okay, we got it. Let's open some doors for you. It was like, wow. I think too with movement, like, um, like doing the hike club has definitely been amazing and beneficial for my business, but it's not like I'm making like tons of money doing this. Right. So I really just did it as a way to like, I expected really nothing out of it. So it's been really cool to sort of have relationships like that that just they yeah I think they just keep giving back right like both to each other so. exactly yeah and so how did renew form and how are your events and now like the actual business itself how did it shape up yeah so it definitely like as we yeah we sort of talk about the universe all these weird things happening so 2018 was like a super crazy year um, yeah, so in December 2018, I was turning 30. And so, of course, I'm having this whole, like, life crisis. Um, but, yeah, I've thought about this a lot. So it was kind of this crazy string of events. Uh, so January 2018, um, I actually launched a, a previous business uh, doing, like, digital marketing consulting with uh, a friend of mine from grad school. Right. Um, yeah, so we did that in January. And then that April, I went to the Forum for Women Entrepreneurs. They have this, like, three-day um kind of like entrepreneurship intensive called E-Series. Yep. Uh, and that was amazing. It was basically this whole overview of like how to basically start and run a business. Like everything from like accounting to like reading your balance sheet to social media to all sorts of things. Wow. But I think that the really cool thing was is that they are very much, they, they fully believe that women can build massive companies. Like not just doing these like I like side them. hustles. I like them. Yeah. <laughs> and I think the, so yeah, the experience was amazing. And then on the final day, 
you're kind of divided up into these different streams. And so yeah. I, at the time I was still under 30. Um, so I was part of this group of like 10 other women who were like all sort of the same age. And we had kind of this like mastermind session with Terry McBride who founded Why Yoga. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. So he basically yeah. talked to each one of us and kind of asked us about our business. Um, and he was like asking me all these questions. Um, and this is at the time when I still had the consulting business. And it made me really made, it sort of sort of planted the seed. This was like not the business for me. Yeah. But of course, this took a long time to figure out. So like fast forward a couple months in June 2018, I was like, I need to like do something crazy before I turn 30. So I went to the Alps. <laughs> As one does. As one does, yeah. <laughs> and did like an eight day trek, uh, like around Mont Blanc. The Tour de Mont Blanc. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Um, and I think just to be there and to be with a bunch of strangers who became really good friends and just show up and like no one has any like preconceived notions of you uh, and to sort of start talking about this hiking retreats business idea I had and people will be so supportive uh, and also just to be disconnected from my real life um, so that kind of got things going and also in the Alps like they do hiking the right way like <laughs> yeah we would hike for a couple of hours and stop for like espresso and then have like a real <laughs> lunch I remember the first day we stopped at this like farm in the middle of the mountains and there was like fresh omelets and like blueberry pie and I was like oh my god this is the best thing ever wow Wow. (laughs) so I came back from that and then yeah I feel like summer 2018 I just like traveled a bunch and yeah so came back and then I had coffee with a colleague of mine and she basically she was looking to retire and asked me if I wanted to basically buy her digital marketing business and take it over Mm. and I I was like what is going on and so like I said no and then you passed the test is what you did when you said no. <laughs> yeah, and then super crazy met up with my parents in the summertime in Tofino, uh, like for a family vacation, and they basically offered to give me some money to invest in a business. So that happened, and then <laughs> was like home for a couple of days before going out to the East Coast for uh, to see family again, and I went to to Panorama Ridge on my own. And ended up having this really bad fall coming down. Um, Yeah, it was super scary. Like, I I had hiked so much on my own. And I think coming back from the Alps, I'm like, I can do anything. But, you know, (laughs) I'm like three hours out from the trailhead. Super bad fall. Make it back to the parking lot. I pass out. (gasps) I ended up fainting on a doctor. Like, out of, like... (laughs) All crazy things. Oh my god, like a Grey's Anatomy doctor? <laughs> Even his wife was right beside him. I was like, too bad. This would have been like the greatest story. Right? <laughs> oh my gosh. And so Yeah, he... so like they sort of helped me like, um, and I ended up making, you know, made it back home. Um, had to fly out to PEI the next day. Ended up getting upgraded for like the first time in my life to business class. Super crazy, which was great because I really couldn't sit. Like yeah. my butt hurt so much. Oh my much. gosh. <laughs> Arrive in PEI, my like butt to my knee is swollen. Like I've oh never gosh. had bruising like that before. Uh, but I'll just say I basically couldn't walk for two weeks. So I, I like was in PEI, like just had to sit there and like reflect on my life. <laughs> oh my god! Finally came back and met with my mentor, and she was like, "Danielle, all this crazy stuff has happened. Like you need to do something about this business you really want to do, and you need to end this other business partnership." Um, so finally in August, 2018 ended that old business partnership, um, took a couple more months to finally put the idea of renew retreats out there. Um, but yes, that was December, 2018, put out the survey, uh, which is basically just about like women and hiking, just to see if like some sort of hiking retreats, outdoor education business offering a bit more of a premium experience with like health and wellness yeah and the um, espresso on the mountain and the <laughs> totally no camping yeah <laughs> um yeah just to see if anyone would even be interested in that uh and I had like close to 300 people respond holy smokes yeah it was just like I put it out on Facebook and people sort of started passing it around to each other um yeah so I kind of got that and was like okay like there's obviously something here yeah um yeah so I guess March 2019 finally invested in getting the website and all that stuff done and then yeah it just kind of went from there so that was like wow. a very long story to, to sort of no, get to but where I love but... there's like there's so many little things within that that are so like serendipitous and yet totally. at the same time you know like it could be no other way really like that's yeah. the that's the big thing that I keep picking up there is that there was you know, like the universe was just like, you had to go through all these things in order for it to happen. I think the thing that was really interesting to me is when you said, um, you know, like you were, you kind of intuitively just knew that the other business just had to end and yet, you know, it didn't happen, didn't happen. And then all of a sudden the universe was like, 
here's an offer to like double down on what you're already doing and then you have to make this massive decision about you know am I going to double down or am I going to like really go with my gut and the fact that you chose alignment and went with your gut was like a massive signal to the universe that you were like okay let's do this it is crazy I mean it definitely took me like being like smacked down on my ass like on Panorama Ridge to like really drill that home (laughs) (laughs) it's so funny though like sometimes the universe will literally like kick us down on our butts in order to make that happen it's It's very funny funny. the very first or like one of my first episodes that I recorded with my dear friend Christine Bano she had a similar she had a similar story where you know she wanted to do something and or like needed or I can't quite remember the details and she was literally sitting at a picnic table and a branch fell out of nowhere and hit her and she was like okay I got it like it's okay. so funny <laughs> yeah and I, I think like definitely like it it took a lot of like and, and for sure while I was going through all this like I really got into the world of like personal development and started yes. just reading a lot more about this yeah yeah um, so I think it took a lot of that awareness and that reflection to even just clue in to this stuff happening yeah yeah exactly and sometimes yeah and that's just it like having that self-awareness and cultivating that is huge and without that self-awareness we sometimes miss those signs oh totally you know and we double down on the things that we maybe don't want to because we're not listening to our intuition or we're not you know making decisions in alignment with yeah with what we want so I can't do that (laughs) so then how did you know once you actually made the decision you you said no yeah how did things I mean obviously you had all these opportunities arise for you but then what happened to your life once you actually launched the business (laughs) yeah it's definitely been like I feel like finally like I've sort of had a chance to like step back and reflect a bit but um yeah so I guess uh so sort of March April May is when I was really working with Salt Design Co on um basically they did everything from like they helped me make the name for the business did the logo brand the whole website um so that was kind of those three months and then during that time I just kind of started uh, once we had the name I sort of started posting on social media just like anything I could piece together about (laughs) what this is going to be and then June is when I started doing the hike club with movement 108 and that was really great even just to get photos of people hiking with me and like getting testimonials um and also just getting more experience like Mm -hmm. leading groups and sort of how that goes and then yeah I guess August is when I had a launch party in Vancouver and I thought I mean looking back I don't know why I decided this was going to be like a great idea but (laughs) it seemed like a good idea Uh, and it was actually super fun so I ended up having like a hundred people show up um and had a bunch of different vendors uh yeah sampling like uh different like healthy food and kombucha and we did a bunch of goodie bags uh and like I think I, I didn't I didn't really think about this at the time, but looking back, it was actually really good marketing for the business. Exactly. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and like I mean, I had amazing friends who came out and like helped, like you know, put together a whole photo wall. And a friend of mine took professional photos. And, amazing. Um, it was really cool. It was also just super fun to kind of celebrate, like finally putting this out there. Yeah. Um, and I think cool. It was cool too that because you never know with free events if people are just like showing up because it's like a free thing, um, but people were like genuinely interested in yeah. the business um yeah so that was August and then a couple weeks later did my first like one day retreat uh on Bowen Island uh so we did Mount Gardner and I was like a wreck the week (laughs) before oh man I I was just it was I really underestimated how scary it would be to put something because I feel like with consulting work like it's a bit different like you're behind a computer and like yeah people can criticize like your social media posts but it's so different than having a business that's so personally tied to you yeah um so it was terrifying to like put this (laughs) retreat out there and think like oh my god like what if you know what if people hate it what if someone falls this could be a disaster um but it was like one of the best days ever and I think like all the other retreats I've done have been super fun but just that day like I think the energy and um the women who came, like, no one knew each other, and, like, I didn't know most of them, but we had sort of, like, known each other through Instagram, like, we were all sort right. of loosely connected. connected. Yeah. Um, and they were just, as much as they wanted to get outside, like, they really were there to, like, support the, the business. Um, so that was really cool. I think that's one thing I have been so surprised by, is people just are happy to support new things, yeah. especially when you're really passionate about it. Amazing. Um, yeah, and I'm kind of, yeah, so I guess since then, yeah, I was saying before, we've just done a range of one day retreats, group hikes, workshops, 
Uh, but definitely my long-term vision, and even for 2020, is to actually start doing multi-day overnight yes. things. Yes, amazing. Yeah. And what things do you have planned so far for 2020? Yeah, so that's still in the process. <laughs> <laughs> One thing at a time. That's right. Uh, yeah, I mean, so far, like, I guess just in January, uh, I've already done, like, an evening of yoga and self-care with a naturopath. Mm. And then on this Wednesday, the, the 22nd, doing uh, also another evening of yoga, but in goal setting. Oh, uh, neat. Yeah, okay. so I'm yeah. really excited to lead the goal-setting portion of the workshop. So cool. Yeah. And how great that you can incorporate a little bit of that self-development work that you've become so passionate about. Totally. In and amongst this actual, like, physical activity. It's yeah. It really seems... I, for sure, yeah. Like, when I was thinking about the business, like, I looked at so many other kind of, like, hiking sort of tour companies, and my intention was never just to make a tour company or make, like, a travel company. Like, mm-hmm. I really wanted it to be... Uh, the sense of community, whether you are just engage with us online or come in person. Like I really wanted to be sort of this full kind of lifestyle brand mm-hmm. experience versus mm-hmm. just going on a hike. So amazing. I think that's really important and that's really truly what would set you apart from for sure. From other, you know, travel companies or adventure travel companies. And ultimately like as you said, you are your brand. Like you're the face of the brand yeah. and so you know doing the face-to-face work and being like that's what's going to attract people to your retreats as opposed to anyone else yeah which has actually been yeah when you're sort of I know when you sent the questions asking about challenges that's been like one of the biggest things is that obviously yes I'm the face of the brand but you don't really think about that when you're going to launch it and all of a sudden when these people are coming out to see me it's like it's a very strange experience right because right? like it's not like I'm that different like I one day I launch the business but it's not like I'm a different person as much as I've grown and changed but you just become an overnight celebrity that's right yeah <laughs> actually it's it's so funny so my uh, my boss at my like old full-time job uh Jeff we've become really good friends and so he was at my launch party and he was telling me, he overheard these two girls talking and they were like to each other, oh, do you know Danielle? And they're like, no, I don't know her, but but I know of her. Yeah. Like, oh my God. <laughs> Instagram celebrity. That's right. Yeah. He makes fun of me about that all the time. <laughs> but it is true though, because really like what you're doing online is sharing yeah. information and, you know, totally. spreading your energy and energy is infectious, whether you're in person or online, because you know, like whether it's a video or a photo or whatnot, your message and branding is all within that. And so people come to the events, not only for the experience of the travel and the the activity, but to actually experience that energy in person. And ultimately it's your message that they're coming to receive. And so I think that you've absolutely nailed that down. (laughs) I've I've definitely become a bit more accepting of the fact that like I am the the face of the brand for better or worse. And I think for me, like definitely the, the best compliment that I hear from people is that they feel like welcomed and that it's accessible and approachable and for me like that's very much how I want people to feel so the fact that they get yeah. that from both me and the events is is really good to hear but. amazing I think that is I mean you say welcoming I think that's so important especially in a place like Vancouver where everyone is out hiking everyone's totally. doing extreme things and yeah. they're you know they're going backcountry skiing in these like crazy terrains and exactly. stuff it's you know like how do you start? Because, you know, everyone yeah. you know is wearing Patagucci and they're, you know, going and picking up their split boards and they're, so it's like, it's so if you true. haven't already started, how do you, how do you enter, right? And so having an entry point that feels safe, feels comfortable and, yeah. you know, is welcoming is so, so important. Well, I find in Vancouver, people can be so snobby about the outdoors <laughs> and like, I, I get it too. Like looking back, I wouldn't say I've been as guilty of it, but yeah, like, I mean, if you're a really experienced hiker, you don't always want to go with someone who's <laughs> brand new, but I think, yeah, it can be, very, it can be really hard to start. Um, but I think for me, like, I will be the first to tell people I did not like the outdoors growing up. Like, I really just kind of <laughs> fell into hiking when I moved here. Um, and, like, I was I was not a runner and then, like, you know, moved here and, like, ran a marathon. Um, so I think for me, like, I definitely come from that place of, like, feeling out of place and feeling like I still am, I still don't feel like I'm, like, an athletic person despite having done these things. Right. Um, so it can very much relate to, yeah, to that Yeah, and that's probably why these people are so attracted to you. Because I think so, yeah. you've been through the gates and you've, totally. you know, like, explored and opened up this whole new world for people and they can come to you and say, okay, how did yeah. you manage this and handle this and you obviously make them feel very comfortable safe and welcomed which is a very cool thing yeah no it's definitely something I'm like most proud of when I think about like the yeah about the business and 
That's amazing. How do you like? How do you suggest people if you know someone is living here or anywhere and they've yeah. never been hiking? What is kind of your how to to get on the mountains? <laughs> yeah. So for me, like <laughs> my very first hike in BC. So I moved here in 2012 for grad school and didn't know anyone. Yeah. Um, and was like super bored before school started, and so I had like two weeks to kind of explore the city, and I literally just Googled like easy Vancouver hikes that you can like take trips to and ended up doing Lighthouse Park um, which is actually a really good beginner hike Um, but yeah I think for someone who wants to start I mean it it is really nice to find people you can go with um, whether that be a group like Renew Retreats yes a little plug that's right Um, I mean there's lots of local hiking groups um, or even friends who maybe are more experienced but are willing to go with you yeah uh, and are also really understanding of your fitness level and your capability totally Um, yeah so finding people to go with and I think just starting small um like I mean if you're in BC Vancouver trails uh is is a good resource to start with you can sort of sort the trails by difficulty level um yeah just choosing maybe something that's a bit closer to home a bit shorter not too much elevation gain um always telling someone where you're going yes (laughs) Yes. uh and making sure you bring the 10 essentials with you uh we have like a hiking guide that people can download for free on the renew retreats website so i can give you the link yes Um, i will i'll put that in the show notes for people yeah and that kind of outlines basically just like the basic safety stuff you would want to bring with you making sure you have like extra clothes and layers and like water and food yeah um yeah and then i guess for me like honestly i just sort of started doing shorter hikes and kind of started working my way up. I was also really into running at the time and I yeah. think the running was really good for building my cardio. Yeah. Um, yeah, people always ask me how they can start doing longer stuff like Panorama Ridge um, or yeah, like or like Opal Code Elf and like stuff like that. And for me, it was a combination of running, uh, definitely doing strength training. Yeah. Um, and even just doing stuff like the BCMC or the gross grind. Yeah. Just as just like as painful as it is, but it, but it is really good for building that like cardio and also just getting used to climbing 100%. up a mountain. So. And I love the idea of starting small because then at least you can like gauge yourself if you're like, oh, that totally. was really easy. It's like, yeah. okay, well, let's do something a little bit more challenging. Or if yeah. that was really like, oh my goodness, I need to get in the gym for a little bit and then try it again and then yeah. go from there. It's a really nice kind of like, keep your toe in the water and go totally. from there. Because it's hard to know. And like, even I struggle with this for my business because I, I usually, I've been trying to figure out the best way to like advertise retreats as far as experience goes. Yeah. And, like, how to sort of gauge people's different fitness levels. But, I, like, I mean, even though you might be able to run 10K on the seawall, it, it can be really hard to do a 10-kilometer <laughs> hike. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think starting small is, I mean, even if, you know, like, you're way more capable of doing what you just did, then at least you know and you're not kind of stuck in this yeah, bad situation. Yeah, it's a great gauge. So. Well, and I, I remember when I first moved here, I, I mean, unfortunately, when I first moved here, I was dealing with a... I just had knee surgery, and so oh, I, man. but I had never really hiked growing up. We, yeah, you know, me like, either. Right? And so moving here, I was like, so wait a minute, you just go walking, but in the woods? <laughs> yeah. Like, what? And now, I mean, hiking is a huge part of my life, and I, you know, like, I coordinate my, my world travel around hiking and stuff totally. like that, right? Yeah. But it went from, like, oh, I don't get it. So, like, you just walk up things and then back down and go. And, like, this, why? The, right? Like, I'm <laughs> yeah. like, why don't I just go for a walk to the grocery store? Right? Yeah, that's so true. And then you start to do it, and you're like, oh, I get it. This is really nice. This is, yeah. like, nature. This is views. This is special. This is, like, it's really, really powerful. But, yeah, I mean, entering that and then gaining that understanding, but doing it at a level that feels comfortable is a For really, sure. like, yeah. tough thing to gauge. Well, I think especially, yeah, as you were saying in BC, like, people do such extreme things. Like, I feel like the only reason I ran a marathon is because so many of my friends were doing, like, 50Ks and 100-mile races. <laughs> right? And so it's totally normalized. Right? And then you go back to Toronto and you're like, oh, this isn't normal. Right? <laughs> but, I know. It's so funny. Yeah. People are, Vancouver people are extreme, and it's, it's really, really cool. Yeah. But it also gives a bit of a false perception of, like, what totally. normal actually is. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so when you do your retreats, do you have retreats that are, like, beginner ones or like intermediate advanced how do you kind of gauge that yeah that's that's sort of been definitely a learning process for me too uh, but that's the way I've been doing it so far yeah so yeah. I've done some shorter ones that were more geared towards beginners yeah. uh, and we're both um, like easier in the sense of like less elevation gain and also just shorter right and then doing some longer like more challenging climbs and scrambles but it's tough because I find often it's not even like people are totally capable of 
doing the challenging stuff, it's often paces. Like, mm-hmm. some people are slower, faster than others. Right. Um, so I've been, I've, I've sort of tried to been experiment with different ways to deal with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so my last one-day retreat was in Squamish, and I actually hired a certified guide. Perfect. Um, and that was amazing, both to, like, take the stress off me, being, like, the only one to, like, facilitate the group and talk to people and tell us where to go yeah um so that was really good especially because the group was really different paces mm-hmm. um so at least we could manage that a lot better yeah um, so I would definitely do that for for future stuff yeah especially if you're doing bigger hikes and stuff like yeah. that that just and that's just, like I mean your load is already so large with totally the coordination and the transport and the planning and the marketing and the this and this and that yeah once you actually get there it is nice to actually just be a member on the hike <laughs> totally yeah and, and just talk to people right and yeah. like kind of like make sure people are having a good time versus worry that someone's gonna fall or that we're gonna lose someone totally yeah. oh man absolutely well it sounds like you've done a really good job of like trial and error and just seeing like what's working what's not oh let's try that let's play with this because yeah. so much of it is like constantly going through evolution and changing and adapting and you totally. have to be adaptable to that too and I think you've done a really good job of that thanks um, what have you found? So obviously like you still work your regular job. This is very <laughs> yes. much a side hustle for you right now, but with the intention of growing it, yeah. how do you manage to find boundaries and self care in your yeah. own life? Because I'm assuming life is quite busy between these two things that you're balancing. How, yeah. what are some of your, um, biggest strategies for maintaining your own inner wellness? <laughs> yeah, I would say definitely August to December was perhaps on a period I would like to relive again. <laughs> I can relate. <laughs> yeah, it's really funny. Like, I mean, and I should also be a friend and say, like, I don't have kids. Like, I don't have a partner. Like, I have so few responsibilities other than, like, myself and my right. business. Yeah. Um, so that, that is super helpful. Um, but yeah, like I've always been very good. Like I, I love working out and I love being active and getting outside. So for me, that hasn't been that hard to maintain. But I never really understood how like people didn't have the time to do that until I launched the business and was like, oh my God. <laughs> right? Yeah, so I think, I mean, I would say the way I survived August to December, even though I wasn't really in the greatest headspace all the time, um, was really trying to get enough sleep. I know for me, like I never, I would always use to sacrifice uh, sleep so I could make it to a workout and I, I stopped doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I, I just need a lot of sleep. So yeah. focusing on that, um, really having supportive people to talk to. Yeah. Uh, for sure, like one of my best friends and also Jeff who I work with, they were both amazing at just talking me off the ledge so many times. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think too, for me, like I'm such a perfectionist and it's really hard. I think especially when you're in it to like acknowledge everything you've done. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And when you have this like long-term vision, you're like, why aren't I there yet? Like my business is terrible. Yeah. Um, so they were really good at sort of getting me to celebrate what I'd already done. Right. And to zoom out and look at the big picture and think about, totally. holy smokes, I've actually achieved quite a bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah so that, and then. Making sure that I was still eating well. Like, I've always been a pretty healthy eater, um, but really trying to carve out even just a bit of time to, like, get groceries and do some meal prep. Right. Um, and I think definitely what saved me those five months was going away. So in, in October, I had, like, a really crazy month of, like, way too many events. And I could tell, like, I was getting burnt out. Like, I was cranky. I was irritable. Uh, so I went for five days to Palm Springs on my own. Amazing. Um, and that was great just to, like, be in the sunshine and, like, just just not have to, like, be responsible for anyone or, like, you know, report to anyone or talk to anyone. Totally. And taking um, that intentional rest. I think there's, like, a huge difference yeah. between, you know having time off of work but you know for example over the holidays like yeah yeah you're on a holiday you're on a break but yeah you know like your obligations towards family and seeing people and especially when you go back home to Toronto there's like so many people you need to see and like maybe you're sick and there's this and this and that that is yeah that's time off of work but that's not intentional rest and I find intentional rest is a completely different thing where you're like no I am blocking these five days to myself I'm not touching my emails I'm you know and like doing things that really truly fill your cup and not just taking a break because that's not the same thing well I think too like I learned definitely the hard way that being the face of the business like my my energy like it's if I'm not able to show up for people then like things are not going to go very well. <laughs> exactly. And that's just it. People are drawn yeah. to your energy. And if your energy is drained, then people are like, eh, she's not that fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
definitely felt like I'm never coming on a hike again. Uh, but I think now, like, I think whereas before, like, I always felt, honestly, I always felt a bit guilty about doing self-care because I don't have kids, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, I was like, what, who am I to, like, deserve this rest when, yeah, I'm really busy, but it's things I'm, like, choosing to do that are really fun. But I think now realizing that, that, that directly impacts the business, like, yeah. the success of it and, like, the, the sustainability of it, like, it, it matters a lot more to me. To A hundred percent. And I agree with that, and that resonates with me so much because my, my work is so hands-on. I'm working yeah, with people totally. all day, every day. Yeah. And I was draining myself out like crazy until I started to really intentionally, like, something's wrong. I need to actually, like, when I started to, like, intentionally meditate and do the things that actually were, like, you know, down-regulating the parasympathetic nervous system and, yeah. like, actually filling my cup... I could show up so much better for my clients. So if that meant, you know, like shortening my schedule, not seeing as many people and like, yeah, maybe spending a bit more money on these self-care things, I then could at least like, you know, increase my prices maybe a little bit because the quality of the work that I was delivering was so much better. And so, you know, really it's about, yeah, if your energy isn't aligned, you're not delivering as high quality of a product. And so you're not going to get as much business so it really is a full circle (laughs) totally and I think too like as much as I knew the first five months or the first I mean I think the first like three years of starting a business like it is going to be chaotic but I never set out to start this to be unhappy right so (laughs) I think there's definitely a difference between being busy and being a little chaotic versus being stressed and anxious and irritable like that's not the route that I want to go down so Exactly. Well, and ultimately this business is something that you're passionate about and does fill your cup. Yeah, totally. You know, how cool that you've been able to make a business out of being in nature and hiking and moving your body. How amazing. Yeah. But yeah, you shouldn't have to break your back in order to do those things, no. right? <laughs> it's just not worth it. Um, you mentioned a couple more of the challenges that you've experienced. Uh, anything, like what has been one of your biggest challenges in doing this project? Yeah, I was talking to someone else about this the other day, and it's funny, like, I feel like you, I mean, before I launched Renew Retreats, I had done so much reading about business, like, about branding and building a community and, like, I don't know, strategy and stuff like that. Like, I feel like you can have so many skills, but I think unless your own stuff is dealt with, like, it's, it's, it's gonna kind of flop. So I think that's what I didn't really anticipate, is that all this personal crap came up when I launched it. Like, both from, like, the self-limiting beliefs to I never... I always knew I was a perfectionist and, like, definitely was a bad habit of, like, controlling stuff because I was like, I could do it better. But didn't realize, like, how negative I was about myself and how hard I was on myself until I started the business and was like, this is crazy. Like, I... Yeah, like, definitely I would say August, September was rough. Like, I had, um, I've always been a bit of, like, an anxious, kind of worried person, but had a couple of, like, anxiety attacks. Wow. And I think it was just, it, I was just all in my head about freaking out about what people were going to think about it and how, what their experience was like. Right. And that was definitely a good wake up to be like, this is, like, I need, I need to handle this because, like, this is, you know, I can't keep doing this. Um, so I think dealing with that has just been wow. the hardest part. Yeah. <laughs> That's so insightful. I love that. It's like launching the business literally held a mirror up to you and was like, so are you ready? <laughs> oh man. Yeah. It really brings up both, I think your strengths and your weaknesses. <laughs> yeah. Big time. And that's just yeah. it. It's, it's going to be ever evolving. And every time something yeah. new pops up, it might be a new thing to look at, but how cool that you've given yourself this beautiful tool to actually, you know, you don't have to go to therapy to do it. It's doing no, it for you. It's, it's <laughs> and I think, yeah, another, definitely, yeah, I would say for sure the self-awareness and also just another challenge has just been people's reactions. So I think some mm. people have come out of the woodwork and been so supportive and like random people from high school will message me on Facebook and be like, this is amazing what you're doing. And other people who I thought were really good friends, it's like, it's just been like, it's been crickets, right? Unless I think that's been really tough to like, yeah, I would say 2019 was definitely a year of like some relationships changing and dissolving, yeah. which is, you know, I think it was, it had to happen, but it's, it's tough to go through at the time. So totally. And that's just it. We have to go through the mud to actually like see the clarity on the other side. Yeah. But yeah, like, you know, having those, you know, those, those friendships wax and wane is, is yeah. a very tough thing, but it really, I guess in the end truly exposes like what your real tribe is. I think so for sure. Yeah. And it is, it's incredible. Like some of the people that have just shown up and even like, um, there's one woman who found out about my business on the Mac website oh, and came to the very first thing and she's come to like 
everything since then and like shares about it all the time on social media and is just such a cool like champion of the business so um to have people like that and and so many of my other friends have been amazing so wow um, that's been really nice to see that I love that I love stories like that where yeah you know like maybe you lose a few friendships that you know maybe weren't meant to be for your greatest and highest good but you gain so many amazing ones which is so cool oh man I absolutely love that um what have some of your biggest wins been then? We've I know the it challenges. Was, it right? was good that you asked this question because I feel like it's not something that I think about very much. <laughs> right? It's a great opportunity to actually reflect and be like, what have I succeeded in? <laughs> well, I think probably the biggest is actually launching it instead yeah. of like thinking about it. Like it's like to add to my long convoluted story. Um, I still remember. So December. Yeah. So I turned 30 December 19th, 2018. And so I've sort of made it this habit every winter, kind of like November, December, I go to California uh, just for like a solo trip. I started doing this in November 2017 when I ran a 50K trail race in San, in San Francisco, my first and last 50K race. <laughs> you really fit into the Vancouver culture, didn't you? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, I think it was such it was such a good break from the winter and the rain here. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so it was in, in LA in, in December 2018. And I still had not really done much about the business. And I still remember I was like in LAX at the airport and I was like, enough is enough. Like I need to get over my shit and do something about this. Yeah. Um, anyway, so to, you know, to finally get over that and launch something is for sure a big win. Um, yeah. But beyond that, I think just uh, definitely the Fjall Raven partnership has been amazing yeah. to do that. And I think just to be this like brand new business and to be able to land something like that. Um, yeah, and then just all the people that have shown up. I think it was close to 450 people came to, like, a Renew Retreats event in 2019. Holy um, smokes. Yeah, which is really crazy, and especially because so many of those people I don't even know. Like, oh I mean, obviously, gosh. I know them yeah. now because they've got this stuff. But just people um, who found their radio. Yeah. Wow, congrats. That's huge. I yeah, think you thank you. I really <laughs> pat yourself on the back for that because that's, that's huge. And that's just it, and being able to look back at that and say, yeah. I did this, I accomplished this, and... I know, like, as a recovering perfectionist myself, it is so hard to actually launch something because you want it to be 100% perfect before you launch it. Totally. But things are never going to be perfect, so we're never going to launch them then unless we actually get over that and just say, like, you know, I can't remember what the number is that they say. They say, like, launch it when it's, like, 70 or 80% complete because the rest doesn't really matter and will come, and it's going to change anyway. Well, I don't think you really know, right? Like, you don't. And even, like, what I envision the business being like, you know, like six months ago has definitely changed. Like now that I put it out there and right. people have actually shown up. Right. So yeah, exactly. And that's just it being adaptable and allowing yeah. for that change. That's, that's really cool. I'm very excited for you because I know Thank you've got you. some really cool <laughs> things coming up. Um, what are some of your favorite resources right now? Like what are you reading or listening to any books or podcasts or anything that you are loving right now? Yeah. I listen to lots of podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. What are some of my favorite ones? Um, I like Ace Talks by like, uh, yeah, I think it's actually based out of Calgary. It's like a women and business kind of group. Um, but they interview like a lot of like Canadian based entrepreneurs. Um, I feel like almost 30 is always good for kind of like spiritual kind of stuff. (laughs) Yes. I love them. (laughs) Yeah. And their conversations are so funny. Yeah. They're great. Um, what else? Uh, the expanded podcast too with yes, Lacey with Phillips. Lacey, yeah, with like I mean, I definitely like am somewhat into like manifestation and stuff like that. But I would say some of the podcasts I'm like this is too much. Yeah, but but I, I like a lot of it. But it's fun to dabble. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and I guess some more business practical stuff. Um, Amy Porterfield's yeah. online marketing yeah. made easy. Uh, the Gold Digger podcast yeah, is another good Jenna. one. What else do I really? How I built this is always fun yeah, to listen yeah, yeah. to. Amazing. Yeah. And as far as reading, I'm actually part of a book club, so I'm trying to be better at, like, actually reading the books. <laughs> I listen to the audiobooks quite often. But usually, like, I like it's so split between who actually reads the books, so yeah. you know, usually we just talk. Um, but I'm also reading, I just started reading Radical Candor. Oh, I've um, never heard of that. Yeah, it's, like, about, I guess, just being, like, how to be more honest in your communication. Um, I've, I've so heard it's great. good. I just started it. So. Okay, I'm going to get the info on that one from yeah. you then. Cool. So where can people find you and renew online? How, how can people, like, learn about your events? Yeah, yeah. So welcome to renew.com is our website. And then Instagram, Facebook, Renew Retreats. Um, yeah, we post all this stuff there, and you can sign up for our newsletter on the website, too, and... 
I usually submit it like every two weeks with like upcoming events and different resources and blog posts we have available. Amazing. So all very high value content. That's so great. Anything else you want to share just about re Renew or anything else that uh, you just want to touch on before we I ask you the last question? Yeah, I think, I mean, really, the only other thing I was going to bring up is I know you had asked in some of the questions, like, what is your why? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And I, it's and, kind of an important one. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> and I, um, I think this has definitely become clear as I've sort of put the business out into the world and as I start to hear, like, people's experiences and renew. Yes. And I, I think for me the biggest thing is is that I never, I never thought what I've done would be possible. Like, I never imagined running a marathon or, like, a 50K race like growing up being so immersed in music and the arts and like I had extended family members who were like Olympians and elite athletes and here my sister and I are like at the art school. Uh, <laughs> I love it. So I think for me like my definitely my biggest why which has become so much clearer is to really empower that woman who maybe is scared or doesn't feel she has the confidence or the knowledge of the experience to go on a hike and to see her go out and do it and I think the sense of empowerment that comes with that and that ripples over into so many other areas of your life. Like that's definitely my biggest, um, I guess sort of reason to, to sort of keep doing this and to keep kind of spreading the business. Amazing. And how cool that that is likely continuing to reinforce itself. The more totally. you do this, the more work you do, the more events yeah. you host, because you're only going to continue to see more people become more empowered towards what they yeah, want to Yeah, totally. So cool. Congratulations. I, I love it. I'm coming to an event as soon as I find out when the next one works in my schedule. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, so the last question, I ask this to everyone who's on the show, and it is your turn now. So what is your definition of balance? Yeah, so I was thinking about this. I think I've definitely learned that especially now, like I don't think there's ever going to be maybe balance per se in my life. Um, I, yeah, it's, it's funny too. Like there's, there's definitely no boundary now in some ways between my work and my life, especially cause it combines so many of my passions. Like there's so many blurred lines, but I think for me just accepting the fact that I think we go through different seasons of life yeah. and I think some categories are going to be weighted heavier than others. But as long as that eventually evens out then I think that's that sort of balance for me amazing like just weathering the storm and, and being there with it and just yeah and making sure like as we talked about before like if I know this is going to be a really intense like month of working then scheduling in that period of rest and self-care and relaxation afterwards I think for me that's sort of how amazing go so yeah, you balance. know the month is going to be crazy book yeah. that flight to Palm Springs that's right <laughs> I love it. Danielle, thank you so much. I will link all the notes and links and everything that you've talked about in the show notes and uh, make sure that people will find you online because I think what you're offering is really, really fantastic. So thank you for that. Sounds good. Thank you for having me. It was so fun to Yay! talk about this. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you found this episode as expansive as I did. If you enjoyed listening, please like, subscribe, and review. It means so much to us. If you would like to learn more about The Balanced Collective and our offerings, please visit www.thebalancedcollective.com or hit us up on Instagram at The Balanced Collective. Thank you so much and please keep spreading your light.